I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Domination content on my OnlyFans. Oh. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, your mother <laughs> is on this website. She is seeing this post. What the fuck? What's up, guys? Welcome back to Watch Time Podcast. If you haven't listened before, my name's Grace. I run a YouTube influencer management company. I'm here with Elliot, who is my brother and business partner, and he is a YouTuber. And on this podcast, we talk about the things that impact our lives, impact our business, what's happening in the industry that we're involved in, and take a bit of a magnifying glass to it. And one of the things that we talk about very frequently between ourselves is platforms. And one platform that is having a serious moment right now is OnlyFans. You may have heard about it. Beyonce is rapping about it. James I've never Charles heard of that platform in my life. <laughs> never heard about it. James Charles is talking about it. Some of the guys we work with have started their own OnlyFans. So today we're going to break it down, talk about it a little bit more, talk about why it's having such a moment right now and basically what it means for the industry, for people on it, for audiences, all that type of thing. Um, but I guess to back it up just a second, Basically, OnlyFans is a platform that provides paywalled content. So it's a platform where basically you can go on, people can upload content that sits behind a paywall, they can choose how much that paywall is, and OnlyFans takes a 20% cut. And this has just blown up in the last few months. It started in 2016, but I would say that it didn't really hit peak popularity until maybe February or March this year when the quarantine started. And suddenly you've got millions of people filing for unemployment and OnlyFans reporting a 75% increase in signups. That's where all the stimulus checks are going. Legit, 150,000 new users signing up a day and 8,000 new creators signing up a day. Insane, yeah. Elliot. No. Yeah, it's wild. Like, I, I think I heard about it for the first time like yeah. a year ago, maybe. Oh, really? From, See, it, I feel like I'd never heard about it until like January or February. No, no. So it was uh, it was someone who's a, um, a model that I followed on Twitter and she was tweeting about how actually ironically how much she didn't like the platform she was like oh man i really like hate having to like try and reply to people on only fans but like this like contract that i got from them because i think they went through a point where they were doing like guaranteed like we'll pay you this oh. flat fee to post content when they were trying to kick oh, it off wow. they, were doing, they, like, were, they were hitting the streaming deals ahead of anyone yeah and i was like and i was like i was like only fans i was like oh sounds like a patreon but like maybe a bit more risque interesting and then like never yeah. thought about it again until suddenly Everyone goes into quarantine and you've got Cardi B talking about how girls are going to start OnlyFans in their demon time. And like, I don't know all the other lyrics that are coming out about it, but it just blew up. 
I think that's important to mention. This is definitely <clears throat> considered a risque site, right? Like it's not, it doesn't have to be, but I feel like. Yeah, if you, I, I would say the, the implication yeah. is clear. Yeah. And yeah. I think, um, oh my God. Yeah. It's just the scale that it's blown up both in the sense of like users, I'm guessing, like the actual people mm -hmm. who are going and subscribing. But also mm -hmm. I swear if I see one more person who I've, it's just like a, just, 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 a, just a human, just a person on my Twitter feed be like, started an OnlyFans. I'm going to lose my mind. Like yeah. I have, I have people who they're really? not even, oh my God, there's so, I swear I've seen so many like friends, like obviously mostly girls who are not like, not obviously that you can't do it if you're not an influencer, but it would make like a bit more sense. If you've got an existing following that you're trying to leverage off, but totally. they're just, but people I think are just hearing about like the dumb money that their friends are making on OnlyFans and everyone's now like, well, I'm going to start one. It's crazy. So the first time that I heard about OnlyFans was in January when Australia was going through all the bushfire drama. Yeah. And there was awful bushfires happening in Australia and there was some incredible fundraising efforts that were happening. And I think the first time I heard about OnlyFans was that girl, do you remember? And she yeah. was selling her nudes. It was like $10 for a nude and all proceeds go to the bushfires. Yeah. And she made like... $300,000 or something crazy, I think it was. Genius. And that was the first time because I think she she then made an OnlyFans. She was clearly like, I'm onto something here. Um, and, and massively capitalized. Yeah, yeah. I would like, honestly, best marketing ever. You get to save the koalas and build your personal brand at the same time. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> yeah, no, I but think that was- me, Yeah, I mean, to me, I see OnlyFans as basically like, an extension of the gig economy. So more and more now people are using their cars for Uber. They're doing Airbnb with their apartments and now they can sell their nudes on OnlyFans or sell their selfies, whatever. I feel like it's just an extension of that. And there's this whole trend at the moment where people are looking to find more ways to make money online from home. And this is kind of, where it's gotten to like what and, do you think well okay so what, what makes only fans so interesting to me is like the how aggressively you can monetize your viewer base has like aggressively sounds like a weird word but like like the extent to which you can monetize your viewer base has always been like how much money you make really a lot of the time doesn't come down to how many viewers you have it comes down to how well you can monetize those viewers and obviously there's all the like different or or obviously there's all the different things like um you know obviously like merch and and all that but i think what's interesting to bring it back to is it's like core which is like the base platform monetization so i mean a good example i think we've talked about this like a few weeks ago is twitch versus youtube if you have a hundred thousand people watching you on twitch you have the potential to make literally millions of dollars a year. If yeah. you have 100,000 people watching you on YouTube, you might be like able to, you know, do YouTube as a job, maybe like 50 grand a year, right? Like the, yeah. the disparity is huge because Twitch has people who are a lot more willing to spend $5 on a subscription. Yeah. $5 to a lot of people doesn't sound like much, but when you rewind it and compare that to YouTube, a single view on a video is worth maybe one-tenth of a cent. So if you have someone pay $5 to subscribe, instantly they've watched like the equivalent it's the equivalent of like five to ten thousand people watching your video i can't do the math it's too early in the absolutely morning. twitch has nailed 
the donation and subscription yeah. culture on their platform. Whereas YouTube, I know so many people that will subscribe to multiple people on Twitch and then we're watching their YouTube or something and they don't have YouTube premium. They're yeah. still seeing ads. I'm yeah. like, dude, what the hell? YouTube premium is like 10 bucks a month. Like yeah. you can afford it. It's worth it. You can watch any creator in the world and not have ads. And these people are subscribed to like five or 10 people on Twitch. Like, yeah. And so they're paying way more for technically less content. It's actually, that's a super good point. Yeah. And I think that OnlyFans, there's like those tiers, right? I would say there's like Facebook at the bottom where a view is worth very little because people don't engage with it much. Yep. There's YouTube right in the middle where views, you know, still not worth a lot, but it's, it's pretty good. Then you got Twitch where they monetize well. And then I would say OnlyFans marks the peak in terms of how much money you can make off a relatively small viewer base. And, mm -hmm. and like, I know a lot of people who, you know, are relatively small creators. Like, I, like, cause I've got a couple of, uh, of, um, friends who started them. And I was like, and I, I didn't like ask for like exact numbers, but I was like, but you know, they're, they're <laughs> probably curious for sure. Oh my God. I'm so curious. I want to go get drinks and just be like, yes. just be like, tell me, tell me the exact number. Show me revenue figures. <laughs> But like, um, cause like there's, okay. There's a lot of stuff about it. I'm so interested in like, in terms of revenue breakdown, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I was like, but you know, they, they probably pull, you know, in the like low hundreds of viewers on Twitch, but from the like small amount of insight I've got into their OnlyFans, they are making obscene amounts of money and they're not, really? and, and it's, and, and it's not even like doing like nude content. It's just like slightly like ball more ballpark it. Okay, uh, I, I basically like I threw a number out there that I thought was high, and so it was it was on an individual piece of content, and um and the and it was like a but you, it, the way they had it set up is you have to pay to unlock that one photo, and I think it was like right. maybe like ten twenty dollars, and I saw that For the one photo, photo. one uh, I think it was two, um okay. but I, I saw the piece of content had like like forty uh 40 like uh votes there was like a little voting thing under it. i was like oh my god do those 40 votes mean like that 40 people bought it because i thought you had to like buy it to actually actively do a vote and then uh they were like oh no no no, you can like vote if you haven't got it and i was like right right and that and then they were like yeah but actually way more people than that bought it and i was like bro like you don't like you don't you don't think about it but if a hundred people buy that $20 photo that's like that's two grand right there on a single post that you can make in that's a day crazy. and like probably across their entire like platform revenue on something like twitch it would they could be making like i don't know like two grand a month like three grand a month probably not quite at the scale where it's a big full-time job yet so the, the fact that a single post on OnlyFans can generate that kind of revenue is oh, insane wow. to me oh my gosh so OnlyFans is like OnlyFans is like Uber except scalable. Because if you if you're doing Uber, you got one car. You can only fit one passenger or one customer in your car at one time. Whereas OnlyFans, it's scalable. You can have one photo and have like hundreds, thousands of people download it and pay yeah. for it all at the same time. And you can do it a lot of times. It's you know what it is. Uh, this this sounds like <laughs> like we get into weird explanations here. It's is it's the scalability 
of sexuality of like sexually like of, of sexual content because like you think about you know people are always like uh you know like you watch like hustlers right and they're like oh mm -hmm. I'm just, like look how much money we're making stripping like it's crazy like people throwing money at us all that kind of thing right only fans is literally like but obviously if you're doing something like stripping you can only scale that to like yeah a relatively the small place group. that you're in only yeah. fans you can do that exact content but scale it infinitely through the internet yeah you know, like you can go from an audience of one to an audience of ridiculous amounts. Okay, I was talking to, you want to know the really insane number? I was talking yeah. to another friend who um, who does it. I, would, I put them probably on the larger side of creators. But obviously, so with OnlyFans, there's two ways to like um, pay for content. Most people have got like the base level where you pay like say $10 a month to subscribe to their OnlyFans. And then, uh, and they post like just a bunch of like, they'll post like maybe a photo a day that you get. But then a lot of the time they'll have slightly more, they'll use that almost as like the, uh, the trailer for the mm -hmm. additional content where they'll then DM the every... Exactly. They'll post like whether it's a trailer for a video or like a more covered up photo. And then <laughs> they'll do like a DM into every every single subscriber's account being like, hey, I took some slightly more lewd shots in this oh. shot. If you want to if you want to unlock them, here they are above. And then in oh, your DMs, wow. it appears with pay, pay $50 uh, this is all discovered for scientific research analysis. So I would just like of to clarify. Um, but then it was like, pay $50 to, uh, to unlock that. Right. Um, and yeah, so. Okay. Uh, so the levels here are intense. It, the can levels, pile, it can be cumulative. Yeah. So this person's probably, you know, like a larger crowd. I still wouldn't say like by any means, like a giant on the platform though. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, all oh, right. So people will like, spend a lot on that and also like you can like put tips on posts you know because obviously it's like it's the whole you know like guys Super spending culture, dumb yeah, amounts yeah. of money on twitch to try and get a girl's attention right same mm -hmm. thing happens but probably even more so on only fans and they were telling me that they had uh i think they've been doing it for six months maybe and i was like right so like like people spend a lot and uh they were like oh yeah like i have one person who spent over forty thousand dollars no insane who Ab are these people that's what, that's what i, I said know. that I'm literally like, literally my next comment thousand dollars literally my next comment was right so this guy is like a saudi like oil you know like guy or something <laughs> right and it was like i don't know yeah. it's crazy it's 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 crazy honestly guys it's insane guys we have guys are dumb so I want to know, like, where has this come from? Like, what has led to the point where previously, you know, I think a lot of people would be pretty hesitant about putting sexual content on the internet, um, regardless of whether or not you're getting paid or not. I feel like that's something that previously a lot of people would have probably been a little bit more cautious about um, for multiple reasons so what do you think has got us to the point where suddenly so many people are prepared to put their bodies out there and i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but i think it like says something about the the trend that the internet is going in terms of like nothing is off limits and people are not ashamed of the fact that they're really out there to like make a buck and go for it and yeah yeah i mean honestly it's it, it's it's interesting right I, I i was trying to think a lot about it before we started shooting i was like why all of a sudden did OnlyFans go from being something 
you know relatively like more niche and maybe more something that more just porn stars used to something yeah. like what it is now where it's like yeah. everybody loves using it but like friends um, of yours would do yeah yeah exactly um and you know like i also think a lot of the like stigma around it is probably gone as well like if someone had an only fans sure. before it would be like oh you have an only fans so basically like you're a sex worker and then like yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that but just like the like there's stigma around that generally i think it comes think, with the stigma for sure yeah, yeah yeah whereas these days you'll be like yep all right jenny started an only fans oh yep katie too cool all right keep scrolling you yeah know? like every but i i think I don't know. That's literally what I was trying to break down because I think you can you can be like, oh, people spending more time at home, like want to like engage with that content more, but not like people weren't engaging with like sexual content already. And then people being like, oh, people wanted to like monetize more. And but most content creators already spent all their day at home. So it's not like quarantine is like suddenly giving them the time they need to do lewd shoots. I think it's a I think it's a lot of I just um, feel like people barriers are coming down. People care less about talking about it. I, I agree. I think it's, I think the, the general stigma of like sexualizing yourself is gone down a lot. And I also think it's a bit of just like, I don't think there's like one big factor. I think it was just a lot of like small compounding factors, you know, maybe like quarantine starts and a couple more people get bored at home, download OnlyFans, a couple more creators like, oh, I heard about this thing over the past few months. I guess I may as well try it now that I can't go out with my friends on the weekend for beers. Like I got a bit of extra time. And then like that goes up and that goes up. And then all of a sudden the conversation starts switching to, oh my God, you will not believe how much money I made off OnlyFans. Oh my, yeah. and they're like, bam, 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 bam. And then suddenly you got all these people being like, I'm in the top 1%. And then everyone's trying to compete and promote. And suddenly you just see it everywhere, you know? It's almost like, it's you know what it's like? It's like Fortnite creator codes where when they first came out at the very, very start, people were like, oh yeah, this is cool. And like casually mentioned it. And then suddenly people realized that they were actually like serious money makers. Yeah. And then suddenly it just turned into use my code, use my code. You see another person promoting their code. So you want to promote your code more. And it just yeah. went bam, 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 bam. Until it was like suddenly everyone's video was what's going on, guys. Welcome back to use code Muselk. You know, like it would just yeah. every video just became fully about it. Because I feel like there are other platforms that have come under fire um for sexualizing people on the platform or promoting sexualized content like for me i think tiktok is a prime example of this tiktok's obviously one of the most successful apps in the world right now they've had more than two billion downloads which is literally insane and there's been a lot of conversation about what tiktok actually is what kind of content they're promoting on the app. I think for a lot of people, it would be really interesting for them to know that TikTok is actually owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance. And Are Byte they owned Dance, by Tencent? I believe Tencent in, is invested, yes. Um, <laughs> Tencent owns Tencent... everything, by the way. <laughs> what is Tencent, Tencent not invested in? <laughs> Tencent owns you episode. and you probably don't That's know it. Yeah, episode. Tencent's scary, um, man. They're fucking terrifying. But basically, ByteDance, um, the owner of TikTok, they obviously have TikTok as an app, but they don't even consider TikTok their main play. Their main play is developing an incredibly intelligent AI system that is world leading in terms of the artificial intelligence that it's creating. And they use TikTok as a platform and a bed for testing that. So anyone that has been on TikTok, you don't need to know a lot about algorithm to know that TikTok has a 
fucking killer algorithm. I think the TikTok algorithm is better than any social media platform in the world. Prove me wrong. It will serve you so much content that is appealing to you and that keeps you on the platform for a long time. And I could talk about this for a long time and nerd out over it, but I really think they're doing a very, very good job of it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One of the things that they've come under fire for is promoting content in their algorithm that is overly sexualized and often involves young, really attractive girls usually like dancing to like quite to clarify under the songs. age of 18 right and like pretty pretty lewd songs like and it's very suggestive content i think at times from what i've seen yeah i remember there was that do you remember that song that went super viral and it was like it was literally a song like this is how i like to have sex i've like i actually forget the lyrics but it was like it was like some <laughs> But you I don't know, know no. that one, but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Okay, because that was the one that like Lannon showed me. We were talking about like this kind of stuff on the platform. And it was like, it was, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to like, you're not going to try and do some scuffed version of the lyrics. It's just going to sound weird. But like, and there were like literally like 14, 15 year old girls like dancing to this song, syncing the lyrics, talking about like them doing X, Y, and Z. And yeah. you like watch it and you're like, that's a little weird. You know, like sure. I get it. You're like, I get I mean, it, like, it's a trending song, but like, fuck. Yeah, it's a lot. And then even things around like e-girl culture and that sort of thing. I, I feel like all of these proponents like don't lead into the fact that OnlyFans is now successful, but I think yeah. they do lead into the fact that like people are more comfortable with content of people online making money and that it's sexualized to an extent. Like I think... It's really interesting that for me, the way that I see a lot of like the e-girl culture is the fact that it's kind of death of the traditional influencer. Like the e-girls that are big online are not out traveling to Santorini and Italy doing travel blogging and showing themselves in beautiful photos on Instagram. It's like they're the girls that you're seeing on Twitch. They're the girls that are not making themselves known for what they're doing in their real life they're making themselves known for what they're doing on their online life and i think in some ways like only fans is taking that to another level as well mm. yeah definitely i think uh, it's just it, it's it, it's so interesting I, I feel like it's a slightly other topic but I, I also find it interesting that you know like people are willing to pay so much for you know content that is lewd but not even like really crazily like sexualized like i think some of the I th i'm pretty sure some of the highest earning creators on the platform are like don't actually do any like nude content that's crazy i mean i've heard that the highest earners on the platform are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a week like i was listening to the impulsive um podcast and i don't know apparently some of the girls they know are doing it and they're making like 
stupid money. I mean, stupid money. Think about it. If you if you have a bunch of really dedicated fans, let's say you put like a some some like exclusive bit of content into people's DMs, and you're like, it's fifty bucks, right? A thousand people buy that. That's fifty grand. And then you think about the fact that say you do like. Two, two or three of those a week so that you don't, you know, you don't want to overdo it with daily. You do oh like two God. or three of those a week. That is 150 grand a week. Then you add on the subscription sales. That's probably yep. another like, oh my God. The, the, you have a million followers on Instagram. You have more, you have like a few million followers on Instagram. Even if you have a 1% conversion rate, you're making literally hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. constantly. Wow. That's actually insane when you do the like, maths on it. Like, Let's say that I could convince 1% of my subscriber base to pay, to give me $10, right? Yeah. That's, that's what? That's 90,000 people. 1%, 1 in 100. If I could convince each of them to get me, to give me 10 bucks, I basically get a million dollars instantly. Like that's insane. 1% of my audience definitely has $10. And if you, and, and I guarantee you, if you can create an enticing enough piece of content, like, yeah, of, and and people people will pay that money. So, but then yeah. you think about the like you can scale that. Now imagine they're paying ten dollars a month on a subscription, say, and then say. So maybe, when you sign up, when you sign up, do you sign up on a subscription? Is it like a yearly subscription for a year, or you can sign up for individual pieces of content or both? I think I think people do it monthly. I think it's okay. like I think it's like a set amount uh, per month. Okay, so my question for you is, if do you think that the fact that everyone's in quarantine right now and people can't be out spending money on restaurants or going out or whatever, is that also why OnlyFans is having a moment right now? Suddenly people aren't spending as much money where they usually would and they've got a little bit more that they're happy to sort of experiment with different things online. And do you think then that this is a bit of a quarantine trend and it's going to go away in six months or not be quite as much of like a social phenomenon as it is right now? I think it's going to continue to be a thing because I think the real, I think there's always people out there willing to spend money. I think the real choke point for OnlyFans in terms of like getting themselves big in the first place is convincing creators to provide the content for people to spend the money on, yeah. you know? And I think now that creators have seen how much money there is to make, like people are going to keep doing it. And you know, it's like, it's like, and it sounds like, it sounds weird, but like once you've crossed that line, once like you like there's no reason not to keep doing it if you know what i mean oh, like if you're totally. a creator if you're a creator who's never posted a lewd photo or say like a lingerie photo or anything like that before then obviously doing that for the first time is a big step right that's like a okay like done but they, once you've done yeah. it pandora's out of the box like you, you've <laughs> you know you know what you mean so but like <laughs> You know, but like, but like you've ticked, you've ticked that box. It's like, it's a thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, uh, what's the difference between one photo and five photos? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's about six figures in your bank account. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you're going to keep posting. <laughs> true, true. But I think it is interesting to think about like how much people really are making because that's the thing with OnlyFans. And it's like, what are the implications of this? Because OnlyFans is that. It's like content for 
only your fans but to really be making money you have to have fans you have to have some sort of marketing arm to this whole yeah. operation that you're doing so it's not possible to have an only fans quietly like you couldn't make an only fans and not well maybe you're a bad example but like you can't make an OnlyFans and then not mention it. Like for people to find it and actually subscribe, you have to be promoting it on your other platforms like Twitter or YouTube or Instagram or whatever. So it's like as soon as you make one, you you it is a little bit Pandora's out of the box because if you actually want to make money from it, which you do probably, I'm assuming, mm. um, then you have to be promoting it elsewhere. And then it's like when you're promoting it elsewhere, does that have impacts? Like I think online everyone's a little bit more relaxed in terms of what we were talking about earlier with sexualized content, that sort of thing. But it's like are you going for a job and then suddenly – they go online and find your OnlyFans. Like, what's the implications there, do you think? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that's the advantage behind the content being, like, paywalled, pay-gated, people have alias names. Um, and oh, so, really? Well, I think so. I mean, I'm just Well, getting, it's, like... definitely, it's definitely very secure, I think. Like, it's meant to be quite difficult to find OnlyFans content anywhere else like it's difficult to get that content off the platform yeah I, I think ultimately it's like either a you're a creator that is like that people are going to be aware that you are posting photos there in which case you're probably big enough and making enough money that you really just don't care or if you're not then you probably just got an alias name you can easily post photos that don't have your face in it say or um you know or even if you do you're like you just accept that the odds of anyone ever stumbling across that photo who's in your circle who would recognize you are so small and even if they did they probably don't want to admit that they found and paid ten dollars to unlock a photo and then found it was you so <laughs> found it was you like they didn't know oh, it was gonna I be you before like, no way yeah. same name weird but, no, no no but you're right the people who post about it on their public profile i think that's interesting like i've seen a few yeah. friends post it literally on their like main facebook page like crazy like, and i've had some who who post like like suggestive photos yeah well, like i i haven't seen the photos but i've seen the description they they put like oh. when they announced it on their facebook they're like i'm gonna be posting all times of like of like domination content on my OnlyFans. Oh. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, your mother <laughs> is on this website. She is seeing this post. What the fuck? You know, like, because I think our generation saw easy, but like, you know, like, I'm, oh, I'm still yeah. like, oh, yikes. Oh, yeah, tell ya. Mum and dad would not be happy with that one. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But, um, so what I really wanted to mention here, because this is what I found fascinating. I saw this on linkedin last week i believe and i was fascinated because you think about the fact that like okay there's more and more people signing up to OnlyFans. how does this work for OnlyFans as a business because for them their business model is that they take 20 percent of everything which is apparently one of the reasons why OnlyFans is quite attractive as a platform because they do take a much lower percentage than what other platforms that provide a similar service take. And they pay really frequently out to creators, which is two factors that are important um, if you're trying to make money online. So what I found fascinating was the valuation of this company now is potentially insane. This is a billion dollar business almost undoubtedly. And 
it's really fascinating how people have been able to sort of come up with these numbers is because they put a lot of the money, they put a lot of their stats online in terms of how much they pay out to creators. And if you know how much they pay out to creators, you know how much they're making as well. So in 2019, they had over 60,000 content creators and 7 million registered users. Extrapolating from the Google growth trends, which show you like how much people are accessing the site, it's safe to say they have at least 10 million users today. The average revenue per creator per month is about $250. The average subscription fee is about $8, $8.70. Applying the 20% commission and assuming only half the users and creators are active, you end up with a lower bound of them making 90 million in revenue and an upper bound of 104 million in revenue. That's a growth rate of more than 300%, which is insane. Um, and given, according to a particular article, apparently they take home 60% of their revenue net of processing and fees, which means they're making profits between 50 to $60 million-ish with a multiple of around 15%. You can take multiples, um, which are an indication of the value of a company. Multiples will differ depending on the type of company that you have, but for a platform, it might be around 15. Um, it gives a valuation of around $810 million to a $1 billion. Far and out. that is nuts. For a four-year-old company, minimum probably billion-dollar valuation, damn, quarantine has done them well. You know what I think is the real genius as well, which I feel like pushes people to uh, keep doing more and more and more on the platform, like post more content. And like, basically, like, ultimately, like, you think people would have the drive to be like, I want to make more money, right? Like that, yeah. I think that's that's natural. But I, I, the thing that I always see tweeted and I think is so damn genius is that they apparently on the back end, if you're a creator, I'm guessing because you, you don't see it unless you are a creator, um, or maybe I do have a secret account on there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but um, is is the whole, uh, like, like what percentage of creators you're in? I don't know if you'll see it, but like, Ooh, I, yes. I, I, I always have seen see this on Twitter. So I'm being like, guys, we made it to the top 2% of creators. This is insane. Or like, I'm now in the top 0.1% of OnlyFans creators. Wow. Nuts. And it's like, and it's like, it's this thing, right? And it's like a status thing. We like going up and up and up and up and up. And it's like yeah. low key. And you're like, and you, you know, it, it makes They're you want to go higher. Exactly. They're yeah. gamifying it just like YouTube analysts analytics does yes true fascinating i wonder if that's i mean it must be a strategy for them 100 percent, genius because people must feel rewarded people like yeah. feeling rewarded yeah they like feeling like they have someone saying hey you're doing a good job and they don't like feeling like they're backsliding so if that number goes down then all of a sudden they're like we need to post more news. oh dude true that is a good point yeah genius so what do you think is going to happen in six months is everyone still going to be doing it or no yeah i i think for the reason I, I think for the reason that i i said i think it will i think i think you know for multiple reasons number one i think that the uh you know i think there's always going to be i think now that there's like um creators like actual like a lot of creators and a lot of actual content on the platform i think that it will get more and more traction I think also, yeah. um, you know, now that people, like I said, like pe once people have started doing the whole like lewd thing, there, there's really, as long as you're making money off it, there's really not a reason to stop. So I don't see the content actually slowing down. 
Um, and then I also think just the other thing is th the revenue, I think, is going to stay pretty high because think about those, um, those subscription models, right? Like th mm -hmm. half the reason that those subscription models make so much money is that it's like set and forget. Like you yeah. literally forget that you had any of that stuff even you're probably subscribed to heaps of stuff you don't know you're subscribed oh my god sometimes i just realized so back in the day i had a subscription <laughs> I, I ran my own tf2 server right when i was like when i did tons of tf2 i had like two or three of my own little private like tf2 servers. seven years ago seven like literally six years ago <laughs> and then i just like i got like the, i was looking through my like my like spam inbox email the other day and it was like um, your monthly invoice for streamlined servers, like, and I was like, I was like, wait, what? Turns out I've been paying like seventy dollars a no. month for the last no. like six years for Elliot. these TF2 servers that I just had subscribed and have been totally empty and unused. It was like a Gmod server, and I was like, oh fuck! I was like, delete, delete, delete. Seventy dollars a month. Yeah, man, TF2 servers on that high tick rate stuff. You know that stuff's not cheap. What I'd year was this? It was like it was, it was 2014, I don't know. Six years ago? Look, all right. Look, look. Elliot, I just did the maths. That's over $5,000. That's disgusting. I could have That's spent disgusting. that. I could have done so many OnlyFans subscriptions with that. Damn it. Oh. I mean, yeah, it's bad. Oh. But you know what oh I mean? You see, you're like, you're like, oh. You do, you do. This is the model. Someone started only OnlyFans, get at least to subscribe for $70 a month. And who knows, you could be banking bank over the next six years while he forgets that he ever subscribed. Fuck. <laughs> don't, don't do that. It's a waste yeah. <laughs> for Elliot, not for you. Go get the bag. <laughs> All right. I feel like that's a pretty good place to leave it. No? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's Guys. good. That was, this, is an, this is like, oh, it's such a cool topic. Is there more? No, no. Just like monetizing. I think it's so cool. I think it's it's interesting seeing, you know, we've had like TikTok come out of nowhere and take over the world. Now it's OnlyFans. Like I feel like I feel like the platform wars kind of stagnated for a little bit there. You know, it was yeah. kind of like, yeah, we got we got Twitch, we got YouTube. That's kind of like the main content things. And you know, you had Patreon in the background. I feel like the past 12 months have been very interesting. Things like blowing up, taking over the world. If there's ever a time for platforms to sink or swim, it's been during the last six months, probably, when people have had more time than ever to consume content. It's like all previous bets are off. People are happy to explore new platforms because they have more time. They've got a little bit more money in their pocket, probably. Um, if they're not out spending, obviously, though, a lot of people have lost their jobs, so maybe not. But like, I think you've seen platforms like Quibi, you know, don't want to say I called that, but bloody called that. That was a flop yeah it was a bit of a flop where it's like these people are making massive plays and so it's like why have platforms like OnlyFans and TikTok succeeded so much so much and then platforms like Quibi haven't and it seems to have very little to do with the budgets that are aligned with them because yeah. OnlyFans isn't doing a whole lot of marketing and Quibi spent famously 400 million on their opening marketing spend um so it's definitely it's definitely a really interesting time for the platforms. All different sorts of content is coming out as well. No longer is it just like short form and long form with YouTube in the middle. It's like people are serving all different types. And it's, wild it's times. a time. It's a wild time. All right, guys, Tessa, who is our wonderful producer and works with us at Click, will kill me if I don't 
remind you to go and follow our Facebook page on Watch Time Podcast. Um, we'll be posting some clips there and um, there'll be space where everyone can talk about the podcasts and topics they like, that sort of thing. You can also leave a comment if you're watching the YouTube version and if you're listening to an audio version, please, please, please um, leave a review and a rating. It really helps us um, with the algorithm, having other people be able to find the podcast. So um, cool. Next week, I think we're going to do a bit of a Q&A episode at one point. So if you have any questions, um, leave them on any of our socials. And until then, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 